to this week's episode of Practice Makes Podcast with your hosts, Jordy Wofford and Tyler Kingsbury. Practice Makes Podcast is a show oriented towards self-improvement and introspection. It is recorded from a hollowed-out cave converted into a survival bunker geared with plenty of toilet paper in order to survive the COVID-19 crisis. Thank you for joining us, listeners from around the world. Oh my gosh, thank goodness we have enough toilet paper. It uh, creates a good barrier, and that makes nice insulation too. (laughs) Get acoustics for when we want to play music. That's right, it does wonders for the sound for the show. (laughs) Um, so what's something shitty that's happened to you since the last time we talked? Uh, unfortunately, about four days ago, I threw out my back again. How did you do that? I don't really know. I think I must have slept weird or I must have been spending too much time lying down on the couch because there's not much else to do lately. Right, right. Um, I, it used to really be bad when I was working as a janitor, I would be, uh, using, mopping the floors and, you know, after having done that for hours and years on end, my back would throw out once in a while and I would be in pain for about a week. So I thought I was, had all that behind me, but unfortunately the ghosts of our past always come back to haunt us. <laughs> do you mind if I give you some exercises to do that will help that? Yeah, that'd be fine. If you maybe had a list or a video or something I could follow, that would be great. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make a little PDF, and then I can also put it in the show notes, too. If anyone else has back pain, they can refer to it. Yeah, I took some uh, pills that um, a coworker is giving me, and they do help a little bit. But I think uh, I miss my uh, massage therapist friend who would get me out of these situations. Oh, yeah, that's one of the things that I really am missing right now, which makes me feel like such a spoiled brat. But I would often get massages for my neck because I have kind of chronic neck pain. And so I'm like... Oh, I just want to get a massage or I just want to get a pedicure. And it's like, it's not available. Those are things of the past. We're living in a different world now. A new order. My (laughs) one silver lining in all of this is I get to make a nice play on words is when my back is acting up, I say to people, oh, you'll have to forgive me. I have a week back. And they'll say, when did that happen? A week back. (laughs) Nice. That's a great, I was going to call it a pun, but I guess, is that a pun? I think it's a play on words, but. Okay. What about you? What was your shitty thing? I can't really think of anything shitty outside of like the world crisis situation. My shitty thing is that I really am missing hugs. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So. I wish I could give you a hug right now, but not only, there's just so many barriers to that, like the crisis, 
and mm-hmm. the fact that we're not in the same country even, <laughs> right. not in the same domicile. Well, I am lucky to have my cat to uh, smother with mm-hmm. love. I'm glad I have my um, my girlfriend here to give me hugs. Yeah. But uh, it would be very difficult without her. It must be really nice to be in a relationship right now for people. Yeah, it's much better than my um my hentai pillow. <laughs> um, what's something joyful that's happened? I think the only joyful thing I could come up with, I is uh, I succeeded my uh, month without alcohol. Wow, good job. Yeah, actually, it's a couple days before um. I'm having a glass of wine. It's a couple of days before it ended, but I'm like, Ugh, it's close enough. Wow. So I, I managed to do it. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure where to go from here. I think I will maybe just drink like once a month for like a few days, and then I'll hold off for like two to three weeks at a time. I think that seems to be a good system, at least for now. Yeah, it seems like you have a good grasp on it, at least. Like, you're in control, which I think is what separates you from alcoholism. It's what separates the men from the boys. (laughs) Um, I haven't been drinking lately either, and I remember, like, when that was my 14-day challenge, or I can't, I think that's what it was, Um, and I wasn't drinking, I was, I was like, oh, I just feel like, I want to make healthier choices just because I'm making this choice for myself. I wanted to like exercise more, get outside more, eat healthier. All those things kind of came with the mental like movement towards that healthy decision, which was to not drink. And then I kind of just was like, fuck it. And it started drinking again, eating a shitload of sugar, um, like not getting enough exercise, uh, and also the COVID-19 thing happened. So isolation just kind of started fucking things up. Um, but so I quit drinking again because that was like my go-to activity. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. So, and since I've done that, I've been exercising. When I went to the grocery store today, I um, didn't buy any like sugary stuff. I just bought stuff that it's going to make me feel good. And uh, uh, I'll plug this website that I've been using because it's really cool. And Jordy, you might like it. It's yeah. called it's called fitnessblender.com. What is that? Uh, it's really cool. It's this couple. And all the videos are free. And you um, can, like, put in how long you want the workout to be. You can put, out, put in how many calories you want to burn. You can put in, like, the materials that you have in your house. If you don't have any, you can say no equipment. You can put in that you want to do cardio or strength. And um, there's, like, eight-minute workouts. There's 45-minute workouts. And it's really cool. And then when they're working out together, they're really cute. And they, like, chat kind of. So they give you pre-recorded videos that you can exercise along with or yeah the one i did today kicked my butt that's great i would really love that you should put it in the notes for the episode i think that would be really helpful absolutely yeah i'm loving it it's free it's totally free it's awesome i i don't know 
I, this might be too old for a lot of people, but when I was younger and with my mom, like every evening we would do, um, exercise with Gilad. (gasps) He is like this crazy. Do you know Gilad? No, I just love that you did that with your mom. Yeah. Well, he had like some kind of a TV show that would air like at six in the evening or something. It was, uh, I think it was called Gilad Bodies in Motion. That's what's coming up when I doing a google search but it it was like really cheesy he would just be like on a beach and i don't even know where the guy was from he was like had this weird accent he's like yes keep going you can do it (laughs) but just i don't know there's something about having that person leading you um in the workout that makes it that much more motivating yeah so if there's some kind of a website like that i would be more than more than down to do that. Yeah, I um have had like various training from different companies uh when it comes to like leading classes and something that they taught me that I'm never going to get over that the people do in this video that <laughs> just like constantly plucks a nerve but only because I've been taught not to do it. Otherwise I don't think I'd notice and I kind of like don't even want to mention it cuz I don't want you to be like ah oh, I keeps doing it. But instead of saying your he keeps saying that. So instead of saying your back, he says that back. Or instead of saying your legs, he says those legs. Like things like that, like depersonalizing it. And it, it just like, that's the only part I don't like about those videos. But otherwise, no. yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have picked up on it if you hadn't said anything. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm going to ruin it for you already. That's going to trigger me. Yeah. <laughs> Triggered. What was your joyful thing? I have some... Like, I know that there are good things happening. I'm just like, <laughs> got to pick the best one. There is no joy in this world. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's important to recognize that even in these moments of despair, uh, <clears throat> I guess this is a joyful thing that other people could maybe join in on, is that I got a gratitude app. It's called Presently. And every day it prompts me to write down something that I'm grateful for. It's, it just has the date. And then it says, what are you grateful for today? And so every day, and I just hit 25 days of gratitude yesterday. And so I've been doing it every day for 25 days. And you could have like a really shitty day. And then, um, you know, you come home and... Maybe you're just stewing over something or you're not quite sure, you know, where to go with your night or whatever. And then it prompts you, like, what are you grateful for? And you're like, oh, yeah. What am I I'm grateful, grateful for? <laughs> I'm grateful that I didn't go postal at work. <laughs> yeah, at first, if you have a bad day at first, you're like, I'm grateful that, you know, something just so kind of negative. Like, that I'm alive or that I'm so, I don't know what would be negative, but just kind of like cop-out answers, but then you start to really think and you're like, wait, what did I do today that was, that was joyful or fun? And, um, so yeah, that's my joyful thing is that I have this app and I've had 25 days of gratitude. (laughs) That sounds like a nice app. You should maybe share that in the notes too. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes and maybe send it to you, Jordy. Do you have a smartphone? Uh, yeah, I'd be able to figure out how to download it. I'm getting more and more clever with these apps that you youngsters are using. (laughs) Good. 
Um, yeah, but you people need to not cop, cop out with the app and, you know, write down daily that you're thankful that you didn't get the COVID virus. <laughs> Every single day. Try and be more creative. Oh, yeah. So, Jordy, do you want to make a new 14-day challenge? Um, yes. I uh, I have to make an admission that I didn't succeed the last challenge of going on a walk every day mm-hmm. uh, with all the overtime I was doing and a little bit due to the anxiety of going outside yeah. with the uncertainty of what was going on. Just didn't, you know, I did, did it for about maybe five or six days, but then after that I fell off the wagon. Yeah. So... If you come up with the PDF, I'll follow that for 14 days. But I'll also check out the website because that's just good in general. Yeah, cool. For my 14-day challenge, I'm going to play guitar every day. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. You think you... Are you able to play a song all the way through? Um. Yeah, I can play lots of songs through. But I have been practicing scales and playing with my looper so i want to get better at that so that by the time we're able to go collect in large groups again i'll be ready to maybe perform some of the songs i was gonna say uh maybe make the goal to play a full song each day but uh, yeah if you have something more specific like practicing your skills that's good i found an app uh musician i think it's a paid app so i haven't used it yet but I just saw ads for it on YouTube and it looked interesting. Um, apparently they give you like lessons for the guitar, ukulele, the bass, and for the keyboard or the piano. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So that would be something I would be interested in personally, but, uh, yeah, keep it, keep up the practice if you're motivated to do it. Yeah. There was, um, this one, uh, guy that I found on YouTube. There's a couple different guys actually. But one of them has a website, and it's free. I like free stuff. One guy, his his YouTube channel is called Scott Paul Johnson, and I really liked his um, I really liked his video, the pentatonic scales in the caged system. It was really really informative um, for learning scales, and I'll put his link in the show notes just because that's an easy place for you guys to grab it if you're wanting to learn scales on the guitar all right well you brought a quote today jordy do you want to say what our topic is first and then tell you your quote uh yes the topic for this week is the healing power of nature and so with that in mind i found a quote from the philosopher lao tzu Uh, the quote goes, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I saw that and I don't know, I thought that was relevant to this week's topic, but it was also relevant to the situation in general. Um, you know, we as humans, we live by the clock and we're obsessed with making deadlines and getting things done fast. But nature and Mother Earth just keeps turning despite us. And it's more 
I mean, it kind of shows us how almost irrelevant we are <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. But I think there's a lesson to be had in all of that. It's that um, patience and uh, nurturing and growing will come together in time. Yeah. I saw a meme that was like, it was a joke where it was a picture of a shark in like a subway because because water had been in there. And then there was a picture of like a neon gummy worm like in the grass. And it was saying that nature was coming back to take over. And then, <laughs> and then it said, we are the virus. That really like made sense to me though, because we are destroying the environment. In so many ways, to an, an irreparable point, and the fact that we are being forced to stay inside, not drive so much, not fly, pollute the air, it's just helping the environment. Someone posted a video on like a Facebook chat, and it was just a picture like, it's a beautiful day, and, and I was like, oh my god, is that L.A.? <laughs> There wow. was like no smog in the air. There was, yeah, there was always I, smog in the air. I can't remember when I've seen LA without smog. Yeah, everyone is stuck in their houses there, you know, more than any other, more than some other places. I know New York is being hit really hard. Yeah, I, th I think uh, in the short term, it's good for the planet um, that we're all staying inside. Unfortunately, I've been hearing things that... Um, like the government, the EPA has uh, withdrawn environmental standards for certain industries in an effort to, you know, stimulate the economy and not let things get slowed down. So if that's true, unfortunately, that could mean that whenever this crisis ends and abates that we could go full pedal to the metal on driving off the cliff. Yeah. But we'll see. Breaks or we heart. won't see we won't see the skyline in LA once all this is done. Correct. The subject for this week obviously was inspired because of the COVID-19 crisis. Uh I don't think I think that should be pretty obvious to most people. Uh, staying cooped up indoors all the time gets you thinking about nature. Um, I was scrolling, you know, I've been scrolling through photos of, you know, the wilderness and mountains and the beaches and things like that. So I guess it was just kind of in my mind at the time when I chose the topic. But um, I don't know. It got me thinking about how... It, at least for me, my few and far between experiences with nature have had a profound impact on me. Yeah. Or at the very least, I can say that they were very, very memorable. Uh, I'm coming up on uh, my four year anniversary of being with my girlfriend and we were talking about it the other day and she was asking me what was the most memorable experience that we had together. And I thought about it. And strangely enough, th my favorite memory that I have with her is the time that we went on a camping trip. Hmm. 
and it was a very fun camping trip. I do remember though, we, when we were booking the campsite, uh, we looked at the map and we saw where the restrooms were. And in our minds, we were thinking, Oh God, we don't want to be close to the bathrooms. That's gross. So we want to be far away from <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> so we were having to walk like a half a mile every time we wanted to go pee. Oh. <laughs> so we were resorting to just peeing behind the bushes, which our neighbors really didn't appreciate, I'm sure. Uh, but it, it was just really fun. And I remember the last night that we were there, we went out to um, the beach that was nearby. We were laying down. We saw the stars just uh, so clearly because we were out in the middle of nowhere. We saw so many shooting stars wow. falling down from the heavens. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It just seems to me that I don't even consider myself to be a very outdoorsy person, uh, even the contrary. Like if someone suggests going out on a hike, I kind of groan. You have to kind of take me out kicking and screaming. <laughs> but once that happens, I'm very grateful for it. And they always seem to have a profound impact. Yeah. I recently heard that if you just look at pictures of nature, it can actually kind of soothe your soul a little bit. I feel like that can be maybe helpful, especially in times like these. Um, Is it chicken soup for the teenage soul or? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, I like looking at nature pictures. Yeah. I, uh, <sighs> I miss it. I miss people. I miss having a normal schedule. I wanted to get a dog, and I can't get a dog because I'm working 12-hour shifts. When was the last time you had an experience in nature? Um, Well, fortunately, I have a park across the street that I can run at. Or walk, if I wanted to walk. <laughs> and there is a lake and um, ducks in the lake. Experiences from the past that I really enjoyed were snowboarding. And being on the mountain is, is the best part. The traffic got so bad that I stopped going up there on uh, weekends. That's crazy. Yeah, but I like the idea of, like, the freedom of it, going down, like, a slippery hill and feeling confident in your abilities and the fact that you can get happy when there's snow. Because snow can very often be an inconvenience if you look at it that way, but being able to appreciate it because rather than just seeing something that is going to have to be scraped off your car later, you see, like, playtime. Uh, yeah, I wish I were able to do that with winter. I really envy people who love snowboarding and doing winter sports um, because, yeah, it is ultimately an inconvenience for me. But um, my my mother was a huge skier, and she told me one story about um, when she used to live in Aspen. She used to be a ski bum. Cool. And she loved skiing so much. She uh, told me how she would be so upset when winter was ending. She told me one time she saw a f spring flower popping up out of the snow and she 
beat it to death with her ski pole. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I like flowers, so I don't know if I'd want to go to that extreme. But, yeah, I wish I could appreciate the snow the way that people like that do. Yeah. Um, I think all it takes is some practice. Um, <laughs> I remember my coworker, uh, <laughs> whenever we were, winter was starting and, you know, we were talking about how we hated winter and, and, uh, you know, so, some other coworker said, Oh, I love winter because I get to go and do winter sports. And my coworker said, yeah, that's the only reason people give for liking winter. You never hear people saying, Oh, I like scraping ice off of my car. I like shoveling my driveway. I like paying more in my heating bill. I like slipping on the stairs. <laughs> it made me laugh because yeah, I, I don't know. I tend to feel that the cons outweigh the pros, but snow is beautiful. I think that in my apartment, it's going to be more expensive in the summer. Because I haven't had be to, hot. yeah, I haven't had to turn on my heat once. I, I think you'll be, yeah, I think that will be the case. That was what it was like for me living in an apartment complex in Colorado. They tend to be pretty well insulated, and yeah, in the summertime, in the summertime when the weather is hot. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, but uh, actually, yeah, to get at the heart of the healing power of nature. Uh, in relation to like winter being over, I remember uh, the other day I was pulling up uh, in the parking lot uh, at my job and uh, my coworker was just uh, standing out there in the, in the parking lot and he was just looking up towards the sun. He was just absorbing the rays of the sun. Mm. And it was like the first sunny kind of warm day that we'd had. Uh, winter wasn't quite over yet, but it was it was the beginning of the end. And he's a, the, this coworker is a really grumpy guy, and but he was like in a really like joyful and good mood, and usually he just kind of grumbles and and uh, complains, but or criticizes me. But like we were actually having like a nice pleasant conversation, and he was like in a good mood and saying how much he was happy about the sun. And uh, I joined him and we were looking up. I felt like we were two penguins or something, <laughs> like looking up at the sun, like after a long winter, like absorbing all the heat. I don't know. It was a very like almost cosmic and spiritual experience for me because like we stopped talking at one point and I was just absorbing the sun. And I just had all these images of various places around the world, like flashing into my mind, oh. like high mountaintops, uh, sandy beaches, green forests, uh, bustling cities, uh, just these things kind of rolled in my mind. And I, I just thought to myself, God, I'm really, really, really glad to be living on this earth. Oh, that's awesome. So I don't know. I think there, as cheesy as it is, there is something to be said uh, for stopping and smelling the roses and taking a stroll out into nature in, ever, in any kind of small way that you can. Yeah, I think... Another aspect to add when you get out into nature that can also kind of clear your mind and, and free up that energy is, like, you get some exercise, too. <laughs> the other day I, I did, um, like, a, I was a panelist on this, like, meeting of the Rotary Club in Aurora. Mm -hmm. And... 
so I was their like featured speaker, which is you have to tell me how that went uh, afterwards. But yeah, way. it was really scary um, to be sitting in my living room and having people like I think the governor or mayor or some somebody asked me a question and I was like, oh god, and they were asking me questions that were like really deep, like. One of the, he, the president to be of the Colorado Springs Rotary, Rotary Club asked me this question about like how to cope with depression um, during these trying times, kind of thing. And I was like, "How? Are you? Like, do you honestly?" They were looking to you for guidance. Yeah, do you honestly think I'm, <laughs> I'm worthy? But then I just kind of like listened to whatever I had in my heart and said, you know, what comes up and. It was just a very high energy situation. It was more nerve wracking than being on stage and doing an actual TED talk. And so I had to, afterwards, I was like, my mom wanted to talk to me and I'm like, I have to go outside and go on a run. And so, um, during that, I was trying to get that energy out by like running. And, and I think in those high energy moments, like if you're angry or sad, it's almost like you can run faster (laughs) because you have this like, adrenaline behind you and so I I did I ran further than I had before and then um, because of anxiety the negative self-talk started to creep in I started to think about how I could analyze what I did wrong or what did I say wrong and it was but I noticed it I was aware of it and I just kind of like stopped it I was like no and putting my focus into something else like my heavy breathing or the sun, how it feels on my back and my shoulders and like the field in front of me, how open and green it was and the people around me, like what is their experience? And, and then I went and sat in the field, this nice open field and just kind of sat there and tried to with stillness kind of clear my mind as well. Because I was like, I am not going back into my dark apartment where all there is to do is, like, think or distract myself before I, like, settle these feelings and go back to a place where I think I did a good job. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild how it's wild, how nature is able to, like, put a pause on everything for us. I think I already talked about my anecdote where... I finished my job that had been really stressful and I just went out into the woods and I lied down and I just stared at the sky and the leaves for, um, for like a couple of hours. It felt like, uh, and you know, you, your story about getting out there and just going out for a run to just let all of that energy just fall off it and just being out into the world and seeing like the big mountains and the big blue skies, I don't know, Maybe it it reminds us like how irrelevant all of our little daily concerns are. It's it's not that big of a deal that Becky in the mailroom is talking about you behind your back. <laughs> yeah. Get off of my case, Becky. <laughs> the mailroom. <laughs> I work at a pot st- store, so I don't have a mailroom. <laughs> That's made up, by the way. I was trying to think, because I know of one place where they have a mail room, and it's at Sony Pictures. So I'm assuming that's, I'm assuming they have mail rooms at places that make movies. At least that much I know is true. 
I don't know. Are mailrooms <laughs> even a thing anymore? It's like, who uses mail? What does it even do? Like, you, it gets you sort the mail and then, yeah, maybe they I don't guess. Exist I, I, I know, I know it was always like a thing, like, it's the lowest rung of the office job is working in the mailroom. It's like, what, yeah. what, what do you do? You just like, give mail to everyone I don't, yeah. it seems like a nice job i don't know yeah you sort the mail but yeah I, I bet that that's they don't have quite as much mail as they used to no the only thing that i get in the mail is junk oh yeah i don't even go to the mailbox it's just i haven't well, I, I will go out on a walk and then at the end of the walk i'll remember to go to my mailbox and that the mailbox will be a nice final reminder oh yeah you can't stay out in nature and enjoy life you have to go back to all this junk (laughs) it's a metaphor yeah i think that the way we've been spending our lives it was fine but now that we have to stay inside we're appreciating nature more we start to feel that desire and that pull to get outside and feel the sunshine and yeah, I'm not even a hundred percent sure about what we can and can't do. Like I was given the impression by my coworkers that we can't even go like on a camping trip or we can't even go to the parks. I don't know. We're in two different countries, so I don't know if the rules are different, but Well, here you can go to at first they were like, Go see the parks and then everyone was like going to the same place. So what you're allowed to do is you can go to places that you can reach just by exiting your house. So I see that way you keep it in the community. In just the, places you can get to on foot. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe, yeah. without. Yeah. I did hear in the news, like some couple from, um, you know, Quebec province where I'm from, like they tried to get away from the COVID virus and they went all the way up to the Yukon, which is like, towards the Arctic Circle, and I think they got sent back or something like that. Yeah, because they're potentially spreading it around. You can't... That people people are like, I don't care if I get it. And, and you, to that I say, it's not about you. We don't care if you get it either. We, <laughs> we do care about the doctors and nurses that are dying because they have to take care of your ass. Or the people that you infect that don't want to get it. Exactly. It's not about you. Some people just don't care about their own lives, so fuck off. (laughs) I don't care. If the coronavirus comes in my house, I'll kick its ass. (laughs) Well, I'm happy you're staying safe um, and healthy. And you're not drinking, and I'm not drinking. It feels really good continuing to get outside and make some 14-day goals. I'm going to have a few drinks uh, this weekend, but uh, I'm definitely going to go out for a few walks and uh, enjoy whatever nature I can. I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I'm right next to the Atlantic Ocean. so. Oh, wow. Really? Go yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Or like the, well, it's the St. Lawrence River. So it's like, it's like a huge, like river leading in from the Atlantic Ocean. It's basically, it's basically the Atlantic Ocean, bro. <laughs> Cool. But yeah, if to anyone out there listening, um, I would highly encourage you to just get out there. Nice weather is coming. Don't uh, st- stay separate or don't get into groups and obey all the rules. But maybe if you can have the sun on your face for a few minutes, it will uh, probably do you a world of good. 
Yeah, if you're not feeling good, it could be as easy as just getting outside for five or ten minutes, just going for a walk, getting, maybe getting some exercise. It makes such a huge difference to just get those chemicals flowing to your brain in the right way. Darkness and isolation um, are really good uh, places for depression and um, addictions, all those fun things to kind of manifest and get their chance to bleed their way back into your life. So don't forget, get outside, go play. But for the love of God, wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and be sure to subscribe or follow or whatever, no pressure. And if you'd like to support the show, feel free to click the support this podcast button or follow the link in the show notes. Another way to support us is to send a message to Facebook at Practice Makes Podcast or on Instagram at PMP Pod to suggest a topic for the show. Also, all these links can be found in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.